Welcome to the Nole Family Podcast, a podcast dedicated to Novak Djokovic, tennis champion, philanthropist, humanitarian, of course, good all-around role model and family man, and also to the Nole Family, the folks, all the fans across the world, the network of Novak Djokovic fans who support him, who root him on to achieve greater things, and also who share that information via social media with that network of fans across the world. Uh, Novak is into the quarterfinals, and I thought I would just, since this is the last t- podcast we did was after opening round match, I thought I would just recap the last three matches, round two, three, and four, and just take a look at each one and sort of look at the the one thing I think Novak did specifically well that really jumped out at me in those particular matches. If you go back to the second round, his victory over Tanis Sangren goes four sets, 6-1, 6-3, 6-7, and 6-2. And what I really liked about what Novak did in this particular match his approach shots when he came into the net, I just thought he was, did such a great job of locating those shots and, and creating the right angles. And also his touch and feel when he got to the net, I thought was specifically on display in that match. You know, so many guys, when they approach the net, they're more concerned about the pace of the shot when they approach the net. And I think it's really more important that you really focus on the angles of your shot, a way you locate those shots, and really cut down the angles for that opponent to be able to pass you on those passing shots. In a couple of instances, I thought you saw that really on display. I saw it at the close of the first set. He hit a great backhand winner as he approached the net. Uh, Sangra not even able to get to that ball. Uh, I thought there was a, a backhand slice he hit at Deuce and 5-3 to set up a break point. It was really fantastic. And then I think at match point, you know, he hit a forehand approach that set up a drop volley and then just set up an easy volley winner for him. But, but again, going back to those approach shots, the location specifically so that you can cut down those angles with those uh, that opponent can hit back across the net on those passing shots. And also his touch and feel. So many times at the net, he just seemed to really have it. His touch and feel and those those volleys and, and half volleys at the net were just so impressive in that match. Again, a four-set victory. Moving on. Richard Gasquet in the third round, a 6-2, 6-3, 6-3 winner. I thought Novak looked specifically sharp in this match. I think this was probably his best match as what Novak admitted after the after the match, really his best match so far, just completely in control against a very good opponent. What I like specifically about what Novak did in this in this match was his change of pace. You know, so many younger players were, you know, so many times they want to battle it out with these ground strokes and really hit the ball as hard as they can, time after time after time, and really get into these slugfest of a rallies with with their opponents. What I think Novak does such a good job, and you can see it in this match, was just his change of pace. And using that to set up the point, really construct a point. What I mean by that is so often when players are allowing their opponent to generate pace, it's easier for them to come back at you hard. But sometimes when you take a little bit off the ball, it really flusters an opponent because then they have to create their own pace in addition to locating those shots. And I thought that was what Novak did such a great job of. And a lot of times when you hit balls off speed, off speed, off speed, and then you come back at them with pace maybe on the third or fourth shot, it really throws the opponent off. You really set up the point and set up your opponent by taking pace off and then delivering with pace. And I thought uh, it was a great, you know, there was one spot in that match where Gasquet had a break point to get back on serve in that third set. And certainly Novak wanted to close out that third set and not have to play further into the night. And uh, you saw Novak hit a sliding forehand shot, defensive shot, and then he came back with a a sliding backhand shot that was just phenomenal and really set up a, a, a miss by Gasquet. Gasquet had an overhead and missed it into the net, and that really helped Novak fend off that break point that could have got him back on serve. 
and uh, set up the rest of the set. So Novak's able to win in straight sets. But again, that change of pace, using different paces in his shots and using those off-speed shots to set up those really strong, uh, strong pace shots winners. And then again, today against Sousa, uh, 6-3, 6-4, and 6-3 straight set victory. In this one, those previous two matches were at night against Sangren and Gasquet. In this one, back again, a daytime match. Now, they were fortunate enough that the shade overtook the court for, for most of this match, but still the conditions were very difficult. The middle of the day, the heat was up again today versus the last few days where we had a little bit of a, a break from the, the high heat. Um, I thought today what was particularly impressive by Novak was his precision in the big points. Uh, I think, once again, Novak did not want to extend this into further you know, past three sets because of the heat conditions. You don't want to wear yourself down. That can take its effect on you as you get deeper into the to this uh, tournament. And I thought his precision, some, some of the shots he hit, some of the serves that he hit in big points, he was really able to hit his spots. I believe he had nine aces. And also is stepping up in, in his location in big po points. I think late in that, that match uh, in the third set, he really saw an opportunity to to break Sousa and finish off that third set and not extend this either, either to a tie break or into a fourth set. And I think you saw some shots he hit right on the lines in that, that one game where he had finally had a chance to break Sousa. He saw a chance to break through, and that allowed him to serve for the, for, the, for the match here. But I thought he hit a couple of lines in big points that really took Sousa off guard and really had him running side to side and set up the, the winners for those that, that, that game where he had the break opportunity and that allowed him to serve for the set. So I think you can see certainly our, our champ rounding into form, the form we'd like to see from him in these big matches. Uh, so often we see Novak not really get, get into his, his best form until late in the tournament. I think sometimes the, the earlier round matches are, are more difficult for Novak. And I think you see as he's rounding into shape, I think you're going to see the best of Novak as we get further into this, this tournament, which is typical of the way Novak plays. So feeling really good about where he is right now. And moving ahead, Novak again into the quarterfinals. He'll await the winner of Federer and Millman. They'll play later on this evening. But Novak uh, certainly looking good at this point, and he'll wait, wait to see. On the other side of that draw, we've got uh, Nishikori. We've got, uh, he has moved into the quarterfinals. Chilich and Goffin are playing as we speak. Uh, just some other observations uh, in terms of where we are in this tournament. Uh, Chilich, I mentioned playing Goffin. He has won the first set tiebreaker in that match today, trying to secure his spot in the quarterfinals. Uh, Chilich played a phenomenal five-setter uh, in his previous match that went leading to the evening, so you wondered how much he would have left in this match, but he seems to be weathering that storm pretty well at this point. Uh, he played uh, Di Menard, the... Uh, that that match went well, one of the latest matches ever played at the U.S. Open goes five sets and Chilich is able to pull it out again. Sometimes that that has a cumulative effect as you get later on in the tournament, but he seems to be weathering that storm okay for now. But Chilich, one of the guys that I had predicted into the into the final four into the semis, uh, I think he's playing very well at this point. And if again, if that cumulative effect of those long matches doesn't get him, I think he's a very very big threat to go deep into this tournament. Uh, you look at Nadal. Nadal seems to be really, really focused in this tournament. Really, uh, you know, seems to be very motivated after that loss to, to Novak at Wimbledon and playing very well in, in Canada for, before taking off in Cincinnati and coming into the, the U.S. Open. But he's played two very tough matches. He played, you know, Hashanov, I think, had a really good shot to beat him. Uh, Hashanov was serving to go up two sets to love, really could have put Nadal in a tough spot. 
Balashvili uh, um, in his most most recent match uh, took him to four sets, played him very well too. So Nadal has had his work cut out for him, and we'll see how that wears on him as we get further into this tournament. Uh, Dominic team I thought was outstanding. I thought he he's played very very well. That win he had last round, fourth round against Kevin Anderson, he was very impressive. Straight sets. I thought Anderson played pretty well, but Dominic team just didn't give him any shot to break through and win this match. He was. Very impressive, a straight set winner and 7-6 in the tie break. You thought maybe Anderson could break, you know, sort of turn the momentum of that match in the tie break, but Dominic team dominated him in that tiebreaker. And he, so Nadal will have another, another very tough opponent trying to, trying to win that, um, that quarterfinals match and get into the semis. And then Del Potro playing very well as well. As well. He has not dropped a set, I believe, in all through this tournament. Uh, he'll play John Isner, a big serving guy who went five sets to beat Milos Ronic. So... Uh, John Isner playing very well with some confidence. He, you know, he took uh, Kevin Anderson very deep into the to Wimbledon uh, in a phenomenal match there. Uh, a guy with a very big serve who is always dangerous. So that will be a, a very interesting and intriguing match, a kind of a contrasting styles there. Delpo, of course, playing very well and one of the great forehands in all of the game. But we have to like our, our, our champ's chances, the way he's playing very now, rounding into form, really starting to find his game. And hone in on those uh, the precision of his game and, and becoming uh, the the guy that we always anticipated would be uh, would be competing at the U.S. Open. Again, we, we certainly hope Novak is two and five at the U.S. Open in his in finals matches. So we'd love to see him get a win here and really really uh, that would be certainly his uh, I guess his his second match in the last three years he's won here back in 2015. Of course, he played in the finals in 2016. So that would be impressive if Novak could get to the finals here and win. Uh, that would be, again, three out of the last four U.S. Open finals that he would have played in and two of those winning if he can win in 2018. So certainly wishing all of our, our champ well. I just wanted to give another shout-out to all the Nole family out on Twitter sharing information. And a particular shout-out this time to Novak India fans. They really do a great job of following Novak, but also creating some great compilation videos I've been watching the last couple of days on YouTube. Uh, hats off to ESPN for having the coverage. Again, if you have the Watch ESPN app, you can go back and watch these matches. You can pick the particular match you want to watch. You can also go back and watch the replay. So it's great to have that, that at our disposal. So wishing the champ all the best on the court and off. And further, looking forward to that quarterfinals matchup. And we'll see you again, talk again soon down the line. Have a great day.